guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, friends, I'm going to get you into James chapter 2 today, and I love some of the principles that are taught here in James chapter 2. But in order to set up chapter 2, you go back to chapter 1, and you read verse number 22, which we kind of ended yesterday with. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Now, when you get into chapter 2, first verse is a little bit confusing on the surface. It says, My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. Now, the footnote says, not with partiality. So don't have your faith with partiality. Have the faith of our Lord. In fact, the Joseph Smith translation says, you cannot have the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, and yet have respect to persons. The next couple of verses talk about how you got two guys showing up to your church meeting. One of them's dressed really good. One of them is not dressed good. You cannot judge these men by their faith just by looking at them because one of them might say, I am faithful, but not have faith. But the other one that doesn't look like he's faithful might have tremendous amounts of faith. Which leads down to verse number 14. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he have faith and not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? And then you got these verses right here which are so familiar to us. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say thou hast faith and I have works. Shew me thy faith without thy works and I will shew thee my faith by my works. You know, you go back to James chapter 1 with those familiar verses which, that Joseph Smith found. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Now you go to verse number 6 where it says, but let him ask in faith nothing wavering. So this is all about not just professing to have faith, it is about acting on that faith, which is why I think verse 19, now we, we always focus on verses 17 and 18 and rightfully so. We rarely include verse 19 and verse 20 as well into this. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Now, when you really put that together, it makes it sound like you have a testimony. Great. So do the devils. To illustrate that there, I've connected this to Luke chapter 4 to when Jesus was casting out devils. Verse 34 in Luke chapter 4 says, When he cast them out, the devil said, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. Here's the devil saying, I know exactly who you are. You're Jesus Christ and you are the Savior of mankind. You go down to verse number 41. And the devils also came out of many, crying out and saying, Thou art Christ, the Son of God, and he rebuked them and suffered them not to speak, for they knew that he was the Christ. Which is interesting because, again, back in that James chapter 2, verse 19, you have a testimony. Great, so does Satan. When you think about this, does Satan know the church is true? Yes, he certainly does. In fact, he and all the other minions converged on Palmyra, New York in 1820 because they knew what Joseph was about to do. Does Satan know that God lives? Does he know that Jesus is the Christ? Does he know that Russell M. Nelson's a prophet of God? Does he know that tithing works? Does he know that the word of wisdom is wonderful and the law of chastity? Does he know all those things? Absolutely, which is why he fights against it so hard. Which, bringing back to that idea, verse 20 in James chapter 2, But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? So it is one thing to say that you know something is true. It is another thing to actually do it. You know, I can say all day long, exercise is a wonderful thing. You, you can't eat bacon at every meal. I might know those things, but it doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to act on it. Understanding 
something and even being interested in it is one thing, but being committed to doing it is another thing. So that's why I love this chapter as far as practical religion. It's just like you have faith, that's awesome. Please do something about that faith by acting on it. Now, one of the things that's been interesting the last few years is people will have what's called a crisis of faith, right? Where something that they are believing, all of a sudden something comes up and there appears to be some kind of dichotomy with that, where you've got these two conflicting ideas. I came across a quote several years ago. In fact, my wife brought this up to me. I thought this was such a cool quote. It's from a woman named Catherine Ballas, who actually runs a Christian fitness program. Speaking of these dichotomies of faith at times, she said this, she said, dichotomies are hard Hard to live in. There's tension. It's easier to live in this or that, to make room for one feeling or state and not the other. I want to encourage you to be okay with that tension. The tension of feeling grief in one moment and joy in the next. Here's where acting in faith is such an important thing. To embrace the ending while looking forward to what could be. To give way to hope even when you're experiencing loss. It's hard to hold space for two competing truths. It's not easy work. If it were easy, everyone would do it. And I love that statement because it really exemplifies what happens when all of a sudden your faith, you're just, you're living on this faith, but you're not acting on it. And when you start acting on your faith, that's when you start seeing the fruits of your faith. Faith without works is dead. You can have faith all day long, but you got to do something with that faith. And that's where you start seeing the magic happen. I love what is taught in James chapter two about faith. And I know that it is true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.